1: Here we go again. It's another episode of Growing in Grace. I'm Joel Brzezinski, the Breeze Man, along with Mike Kappler, the Cap, in our uh, weekly discussion talking about all things that have to do with God's love and His grace, His uh, kindness, and uh, all that He's given us through His Son, Jesus Christ. There is so much in this life in Christ, and I think we miss out in the church. I think we miss out on so much of this. And again, we've we've make this constant point. We're not against church, but in the church today, it's just true that I think that so many people miss out on what they really do have in Jesus Christ because they are trying to earn and attain things that God has already given to us. Legalism is one word for it, and it's kind of it's missing The ministry of the Spirit. It's not realizing that what Christ has done is so much bigger uh, than what we really do realize. So, He has given us His Spirit, the Holy Spirit, living in us, abiding in us at all times. There's never a time when the Holy Spirit is not with us. There's never a time when we're without Christ. There's never a time when we're out of God's will because God's will is for us to be in Christ. Now, we have in this life many choices that we can make. If I were to count all the forks in the road that I've arrived at in my life, there'd be a lot of forks. And a lot of times in the past, those decisions really just threw me for a loop because I was always trying to figure out if I was in God's will or not. And I have come to the place where. I realized, okay, it's all right. There are choices to be made, but the Holy Spirit is with me all the time. So we'll get into some more talk about that this week. First, I better introduce my uh, podcast co-host, Mike Kepler.
0: Hello, everybody. How you
1: doing? Oh, we got a Muppet with us today.
0: <laughs> me like cookies. <laughs> uh, hey, glad you're with us. Seriously. Is let's that pick God's up will? What, let's pick up on what you were just talking about, Joel, because um, uh, a couple of things came to my mind you you really hit on an important thing that I just was communicating recently with somebody on Facebook about and and that is that the Spirit of God is always with us. Now if you're under the mindset or under the you know you have the frame of mind like maybe like what we used to have once upon a time, Joel, before we came into a better understanding of the, the gospel of grace, if you're under the assumption or the uh, the mindset that the spirit of God, well, he's he's with you, but there's a part of him that kind of comes and goes. Mm -hmm. Um, then you're going to run into some problems there. He is always with you. And you have an anointing in you that's been gifted. You have it. It doesn't come and go. It doesn't lift and drop back down again. It abides in you as he does. And if we can accept, receive, and, and begin to grow and understand that truth, then that's going to take some pressure off. You see, because the Apostle Paul talked quite a bit about the ministry of the Spirit that is now a part of where we abide in the new covenant. Under the old covenant for Israel, they were following a a big long list of hundreds of laws, rules, commands, and statutes, including those that were written on stone, and it was the ministry of death and condemnation. Paul contrasted that with this thing that we're under now, this new covenant, the ministry of the Spirit. That old former ministry that Israel was under once had glory, but no longer has any glory. And the the ministry of the spirit has a glory that far surpassed that. And it's eternal and it's everlasting. And that's where we abide. And, and we were talking last week, Joel, about grace in our everyday lives, you know, and, and and the the listener who wrote in and, and said, I, you know, talk about that. You know, I'm standing in line at the grocery store. Uh, and what do I do with grace there? Well, you may not do anything with it other than just enjoy it. But <laughs> like you said, Joel, you're just looking to pay for the food and get out of there. <laughs> um, but I did have a, a situation uh, occur in the past couple of weeks where I ran into somebody that I haven't seen for 20 years. I met them many years ago while doing Christian radio. And occasionally we would go out for lunch and they were in the ministry too. But somewhere along the way, they they just, you know, lost communication. And, um, you I've been out of radio for a long time. Well, here we are almost 20 years later, we kind of run into each other at at a department store, walk by each other. We wave, we nod because we saw each other at the last second. We didn't really talk. 45 minutes later, I'm in another store, a grocery store and uh, with my wife. And this guy comes back up to me in a different store less than an hour later. And he said, all right, okay. He said, I I had to come up to you and say something. You remember me, right? I said, yeah, yeah I remember you. And he said, well, it's just funny after all these years how we just saw each other twice in one hour. And he says, you're going to think this is kind of weird, but I also had a dream about you this mm-hmm. morning. As soon as he said that, I just felt this this blow to my gut, if you will, a boom. And I, I, it's not like you would hear it audibly with our physical ears, but there was just like this, this, this voice. It wasn't even a voice, Joel. I, I can, all I could tell you was I, I heard it, but it wasn't like hearing how we hear things. And it was, and and, and it said, all, this, this just came to me. It just said, he needs the book. Give him the book. Well, I didn't have any copies with me, and I'm talking about the book that I wrote called Clash of the Covenants. And I said, well, let's, let's exchange phone numbers. And we did. He called me up a few days later. I thought I would have to call him. He called me, we got together for lunch and we spent an hour as he shared his um, heart wrenching story. I'm not going to go into details here. It's very personal. It's very sensitive, but it threw me a little bit. What this guy has gone through in his experiences. And uh, I was able to give him the book. It was in a sack. He didn't even know what it was. And I, he never indicated that he knew I wrote a book. He just said, As I put the sack on the table, he said, did you write a book? And uh, I said, I want you to have this. And so we talked about grace and and his very difficult time over the the past many years. All of that to say, you never know when God is going to open up an opportunity for you. It doesn't mean you always have to be putting your ear to the rail and and listening for some sort of still small voice all the time, because the spirit of God is always with you and he will open up opportunities Mm -hmm. uh, by grace even when you, you least expect it. So uh, that's just a, a personal uh, story I thought I would share um, regarding grace in our everyday lives. Mm-hmm. And and I, I, Joel, I want you to get back into this thing, though, about the will of God, because some people are always thinking that they're outside of the will of God, or how do I get in the will of God? And it puts them in bondage, because they, they aren't realizing that's not really what grace is about. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. And and just to follow up on what you're talking about, too, you weren't like in this state of deep prayer saying, "Lord, who do I give this book to?" Or, "Lord, send me somebody that I can minister to." You know, it just happened, right? I mean, not that there's anything wrong with asking the Lord to send people our way that we can minister to.
0: Yes, and I I think that's an important point is live your life, enjoy life, appreciate and be thankful for what God has given you in this life and with what he's given us through Christ. Like we said last week, I I meditate on that sometimes just spontaneously and I'm just so thankful for it. And I mentioned last week, Joel, I wanna make sure I I was clear on this. I don't spend as much time in the kind of prayer that I used to spend, seeing how long I could go and all of that, thinking that the more I prayed, the more spiritual I would be, uh, the more tuned in I would be to God. And I'm not trying to discourage prayer. I just feel like sometimes in grace, I'm just always in this state of fellowship without right. even having to say anything sometimes, and so it's it's such a beautiful thing,
1: right, and you know so <clears throat> to contrast that with some things that had happened in my past where me and some friends were always wondering. Is this God's will? Is this not God's will? And that's when in my early walk with the Lord in my early days, I had a friend at one time we were walking downtown and we were going to go eat at a Chinese restaurant. So this was my early exposure to, you know, Christianity, life in Christ. And so he, we got outside the restaurant. He wasn't so sure that we should go. in. so he said, let's, we need to pray about this. And so right there in front of the store, we both bowed our heads and we prayed. And, and he said, I just I just don't feel that we should be going in here. I, we should go to the grocery store and get some food and bring it back to my place. Now, I don't know if what he sensed was real or not. But the, but the point that I'm actually trying to make about this is that to me, looking back on that, I think it was kind of silly that he needed to pray about that and, and hear from the Lord if, if we should go into this Chinese restaurant or not. And there were other things like that. Our, a, a pastor that, Cap, you and I have talked about a lot in the past, he told the story of uh, a couple that were um, in a furniture store. They were going to buy a table, and they asked the furniture store people, do you have a back room that we could go into for a few minutes? They wanted to pray about whether they should buy this table or not. And so it's just, you know, those things just looking back, they just kind of drive me a little nuts sometimes, just thinking about those things, because the Holy Spirit is with us. And if he wants you, if just, if there is a specific thing that he wants to do, don't you think he's big enough to do it without you having to micromanage every single
0: decision of your life? I mean, that's what some people do. Yeah. And it reminds me of when Paul said he was going to buy a table and the Lord hindered him, <laughs> or something like that. Maybe, maybe I'm getting my references mixed up. I don't know. The buying a table.
1: Now is that a true story? Because <laughs> <laughs> we need to find that scripture. Um, but yeah, it's it's so the idea here is that in our life in Christ, if you want to, you can certainly pray about anything. And everything that you want to. If that's your heart, if that's what, if you love doing that, that's great. But if you're in a place where that's bondage, and for a lot of people it is bondage, and maybe you're listening right now and you're realizing that it's been bondage to you to have to have every single decision you make okayed by the Lord or you know, make sure that you're doing God's will. The beautiful thing about it is that God has given— we were talking last week about a brain and a mind. He has given us a brain. We can think, and we have the Holy Spirit in us all the time, and he's not a puppeteer holding us by strings, making sure that we make every single step the exact way that he wants us to do. But he is such a gracious God that wherever we go, if you're at one of these forks in the road— and maybe it's a three-pronged fork, I don't know. You go to the left, guess who's there? The Holy Spirit is right there with you. You go right, guess what? The Holy Spirit is with you. You go forward, the Holy Spirit's with you. You go back, the Holy Spirit is with you. The Holy Spirit is always with you. In Christ, there is so much freedom All things are lawful for me, but not all things are expedient, so sometimes we make decisions based upon what is profitable and what is not profitable, what is expedient, what is not expedient. But whatever decision we make, the Lord is with us. We don't have to worry about every single decision that we make. I think that will hopefully free up a lot of people who are listening today, because all my life in Christ, I've heard from so many people who are anxious about so many things, decisions to make, what to do. Now, I'll tell you the truth. I know there are some big decisions in life. There's nothing wrong with everything, like Paul said, in prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. We have the Lord with us. We can let all of our stuff be made known to him. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So just know that the Holy Spirit, his peace, No matter what your level of understanding is about your current situation or whatever decision you have to make, let his peace guard your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.